Today we're going to be talking about Call My Name from Musicology, recorded in 2003 at Paisley Park along with the rest of the album, released on the 27th of March 2004. Um, it was also released as a single after the album had already come out. Um, it didn't do particularly well. I mean, it got onto the you know the Billboard Hot 100 at about 75. Um, it did okay on the R&B singles. It got to 27. Um, it also got to 27 on the Airplay charts. Spent one week uh, at number 74 on the Billboard radio songs. Again, I don't know why Billboard has so many of these like specialist um, songs. And of course, it won the it won the Grammy uh, for best male R&B vocal performance. I feel that will help out in nailing down what the genre is for this song. One of Prince's less successful singles, but as a song, obviously, you know, an award-winning song. Um, on the track, we have Prince, Chance Howard, Stokely Williams, Kip Blackshear, and we have some strings from Claire Fisher. Now, everybody but Prince is doing backing vocals. So, I don't it's really weird when, when Prince has, like, just basically a group of people to do backing vocals for him. Um, but it lends, you know, a nice flavour to this particular song. Uh, the track is 514, or in its single mm-hmm. version, it is 358. And joining me to talk about today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello. If this had been coming out a few years earlier, obviously it would fit into the genre of Prince having a name no one could say, and him forcing people to say it. But now, his name is Prince again, yep. so when when he when he asks you to you know call his name you can just say prince um yeah, you know makes I, it nice I, and simple i don't know if i oh well I'll, I'll go into it now how i that's kind of funny especially since it kind of relates to an earlier song we talked about but i do remember vaguely i do remember the press conference where he uh had, he said i'm changing my name back to prince i i do remember that and it was kind of laughed at by a lot of the press I, if i remember correctly i was as I guess 2000, the early aughts, so I was a teenager, so I don't really remember like the specifics of it, but I just remember that press error for it. Yeah, it was it was 2001 when he because his contract with Warner's run out officially in 2000, so it was 2001, right? Uh, just before Rainbow Children came out, that he officially, um, you know, changed his name back. Um, I forgot to mention actually there is a remix um, that is three minutes 31 that was released on a promo CDR, which I just love. How um, <laughs> kind of I don't know it's like low tech Prince is just burning promo CDs and giving them out to people, um, you know, which of course calls to mind the early years of MC Hammer selling cassettes from the back of his truck. Yeah, this is obviously a song about Prince's um, second wife, uh, Manuela. Um, you know, there's a there's a, a mention of the words bridal path, which apparently is the name of the street. Uh, in Toronto, Canada, where Prince's house was mm. um, during this particular time. The house, which apparently was worth roughly $6 million, and after the divorce was given to Manuela mm. um, as part of the settlement. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, this is this is probably one of my favourite tracks off Musicology, um, just because it is so... I mean, very rarely do we try and, you know, get too autobiographical pr- with Prince, 
But in this yeah. particular case, this is just the sound of a man in love. Oh, yeah. You know, we've, in the past kind of previous decade to this, obviously Prince had endured some hardships, um, you know, and he'd had kind of some difficulties. But just, you know, having an album where Prince is firing on all cylinders and, uh, you know, songs like this where he's so clearly, you know, in love with Manuela. And it's just, I don't know, it's just great to hear that. Um, you know, it just kind of, you know, it takes me back to kind of 2004. I remember getting Musicology and just loving everything on that album. Mm. Um, you know, play, I remember playing it uh, at my at my workplace. I put it onto iTunes version one that I had on the Mac there. And just, you know, play, I mean, I put pretty much all the entire of my Prince back catalog on oh, yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. But I remember when this came out, basically just playing this to death at work and people being sick of the songs eventually. Yeah, I, um, was, I, I was kind of surprised that this didn't do better on especially the R&B charts, because I remember this song all the time on my local R&B station in, uh, in the Philly, Philadelphia region. And I thought this song did a lot better. I kind of remember it being played a lot on VH1, but I, I remember it so often i don't know if it exactly is my favorite song from musicology i think you know the, the lead single i I'm, I'm i'm more of a song and dance man so i think that's why uh, musicology kind of hits me a little bit more but i do i, I have an affinity for this song especially i guess it's like the mirror or the uh, mirror exposure effect and just hearing it so often but it is still kind of surprising that it wasn't uh, it didn't go up higher but i guess at the at the same time where prince was commercially Having something at, um, I think it was 74 on the Billboard uh, 100 and 27 is on the R&B charts, I guess, where he wanted to be, especially if you're coming off of like news uh, or coming off yeah. of like those avant-garde and jazz and instrumental records, I guess, you know, he's doing all he I would consider himself being doing uh, all right. At that time. I mean, it stuck around, you know, yeah. it was it was on those charts for, you know, almost 30 weeks. So it, you know, it hung around for like six months, which is, you know, fairly remarkable. But then again, obviously, you know, that's on kind of like airplay charts. So I guess that kind of fits with what you're saying of like hearing it yeah. quite often. Um, you know, I think it was actually around long enough that from its release, it was only, you know, a few weeks after it went out the charts that it won the Grammy. Um, you know, so, and I mean, you know, Prince kind of age 40 something winning a Grammy for best R&B hip hop you know, like kind of vocal performance. I think that's, that's at least interesting because it's like, well, you know, I guess you would think that that should be like a young man's game. And, you know, he beat out Usher um, with Burn, which, you know, yeah. obviously is, a, you know, a mega hit. I mean, that song was like crazy successful. Yeah, I was so, I, I was kind of looking at that list too and just who was also on it. And it was, it was Usher with Burn, which I guess at the time it would have made a lot more sense because Confessions was just such a ma- mass, massive, record at the time which is it's still kind of weird to think of records being like that especially in like the early aughts but whatever um but there is also r kelly uh which is uh r kelly um and there was uh, <laughs> anthony hamilton with charlene a song i don't remember too well but i, I do like anthony hamilton as a, a singer personally and then there was brian mcknight you know adult contemporary r&b um yeah. so it, it was it was kind of a weird time for for but there's also kind of just a sense that prince is back too so i think it's kind of a uh, well i guess it's a tough toss up between r kelly prince and usher but like in like in a good world in a good timeline it would be prince versus usher you know and yeah i mean burn burn was a number one over here and it was a number one in america you know on several non-consecutive weeks yeah it like set some kind of record 
Um, you know, it really like hung around, um, you know, in, in terms of uh, the charts for the decade from 2000 to 2009. Um, Burn is the 21st best selling single. Mm. So for Prince to kind of beat that out, I mean, it was the second best selling song of the entire year. Yeah. So for Prince to kind of beat that performance out, I think kind of speaks to um, what a great song this is. Yeah. And I mean, you know, obviously as a single, like I said, not a huge success, but I don't think at this point singles really matter to Prince. Um, you know, he was basically in in terms of his singles, he was now basically fully digital. Um, like, I, you know, I think after I think it was probably the greatest romance. I don't think he ever released another CD single. So I, I, everything was just digital yeah. from that point on. Uh, obviously, the rest of the world kind of caught up because, you know, digital downloads were starting to become quite a big thing with iTunes and stuff around yeah. that time anyway. So and I think that might be one of the things that helped, um, you know, burn in particular kind of jump from number one and back up to number one because you know with digital downloads you're getting a very accurate kind of picture of the sales mm-hmm. um, assuming of course that Apple is not some kind of evil conglomerate who is uh, fixing the figures but no you know, no they are not <laughs> I, I love this because the kind of um, the production on it is so beautiful as well like this is just a like a really well kind of put together song um, you know, it is Prince kind of maybe, I don't know, listening to the radio for, you know, the previous couple of years and kind of just distilling that down into a pure R&B song. Mm. And then, of course, I feel the strength of it is the fact that it has such a specific subject. I mean, you know, this is something I've spoken about in some of the you know previous episodes where Prince will do like a generic kind of love song and, you know, they work. But when they don't have a specific subject, it just it just doesn't feel quite as convincing. Yeah. Um, you know, when when you've got the chorus here, which, you know, Prince is saying, I just can't stop writing songs about you. I love you so much. Mm. I just can't wait to get my arms around you and feel your touch. Uh, if I don't see you real soon, baby, uh, I might go insane. Uh, I know it's only been three hours, but I love it when you call my name. I was going to say that I, I, I just kind of do like that at, by the end of the lyrics, it is, it's only been three hours. It's only been a short period of time since you left, but I love you that much. It's, it, it's yeah. kind of puppy love, not puppy love, but it's just kind of like, it's such an infatuation that is so strong, but also kind of, I, I don't know, pure in a way. Just kind of—I don't know if "pure" is the right word either, but it's—but it, it's also kind of just funny too that this deep, deep and powerful love. And I know you've only been away for so long, but I love you that much. I just kind of like the yeah. uh, irony in that. I don't know if I—I I feel I feel it could it could kind of tip over into kind of like mawkishness. But I think Prince keeps it on the right side, you know. Right. Um, and I and I do love the like the even the opening where he's like call call my name and you've just got this very like a little tiny drum fill. Yeah. And then he's just like call it, call my name, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just kind of really really slipping into that kind of adult contemporary singing style, like yeah. you know, like a glove. Um, and I I, don't know, I just I just kind of love that very kind of quiet opening because the song then kind of through the verses as well it's not you know it's not kind of as big um, you know you kind of you, you have this thing where it's like Prince singing you know I heard you your voice this morning calling out my name mm. it'd be so long I heard it it didn't sound quite the same now the thing that you're obviously getting that maybe they've just been asleep and they've woke up and like <laughs> so this kind of this whole he's it sounds at the beginning that he's building it up like he hasn't seen it for years yeah um but it, it, it when you find out that it's only been three hours like that's like it's just kind of like well this is this is the kind of intensity that you would normally get in like you know a prince love song from like the early 80s you know when he was kind of in his 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 teens and 20s whereas you know it's i don't know it's just nice it's just nice to hear it you know there's 
there's been some kind of very kind of I don't know a lot of Rainbow Children is kind of uh, I don't know very vindictive in places mm. so it's nice to kind of finally get Prince in a place where he feels happy again. Yeah. Well, to go off that first line, um, I've always just kind of interpreted it as um, if to go on uh, that didn't sound quite the same. No, but it let me know that my name had never really spoken been spoken before. Uh, before I, the day I carried you through the bridal path door, and I always, I, I feel it's kind of like in a way like a virgin. Um, Madonna's song being, you know, yeah. If, if you want to go off the and this uh, the slight derailing Reservoir Dogs, where it's like she's had she's been with so many men, but this one man in particular really make, gives her a new sense of sex, but also connection, and I feel like. It's, it's similar in that way of hearing his name and hearing this name from this person. And there's a not only a, a, I guess there's just something different about hearing that name, uh, you know, from it was Man, Man, Manuela. Yeah. Yeah. And hearing that name, hearing his name, uh, which for n- nearly a decade was a symbol, which is another thing you can kind of tie into this. Um, and now just hearing it, it brings out something else. And it's either because he just loves so much. Or, you know, it, it has something so profound to him. That's how I vote. Yeah, you know. I think it, it's a little bit vague in terms of what that kind of, you know, it's been so long. Like yeah. that, You can interpret that so many different ways. But for me, I always imagine Prince waking up and just looking over the side of the bed and being like, where's Manuela gone? And then, like, you know, her calling his name as if to say, look, I'm, I'm making you some eggs or whatever. Yeah. And, him, and him being like, oh, it's been so long since I've heard my name. <laughs> it's like literally, you know, they've just been to sleep and woken up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, obviously there's the reference there to Bridal Path, which, you know, is a reference to the Toronto home. Um, but yeah, I, like, I find it interesting because, you know, Prince kind of did this a little bit with Maite as well in, uh, you know, I think it was Friend, Lover, System of the Wife, where he's like, if I've ever been with another, it was only because I'd never held your hand, you know, like... Yeah. So, so, so he's kind of doing that again here, being like, until you said my name, it made no sense, like, you know, and I guess maybe that, that applies because Maite mostly knew Prince when he wasn't called Prince, so I guess you could kind of use that as a workaround and be like, well, you know, Maite never said my name like this. <laughs> it's like, right. well... You know, you she couldn't, could she? So, um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I the thing is as well is like I, I like this. I don't know the second, the second, the second verse always makes me laugh just a little bit because it kind of gets a little bit political. I, it's that time kind of you know post post nine eleven mm-hmm. kind of um, you know pre Obama where there's a lot of people who are kind of angry about the various wars that people are in. Obviously, people are still very angry about those yes. wars because people are still in those wars. Yeah. Um, but at this particular time, there were a lot of kind of you know songwriters who would put kind of you know protests in about the war um no one was ever really that specific about which war they were opposed to but given that america was in four or five of them i guess they didn't really like any of them no um i find it funny that you know prince says i heard a voice on the news saying people want to stop the war and that's kind of how he sings it um and it's really weird because it's like you know prince isn't being very specific about which war it is but it's just like yeah i heard on the news people want to stop the war so yeah, yeah prince people always want to stop a war you don't want a war to go on no. unless you manufacture arms or are part of you know you know the military industrial complex you, you, nobody wants the wars to continue right. um, so like it, it's just such a kind of vague it almost feels like prince is taking a stand but he's not really because he's just saying i heard this voice <laughs> He's not. He's not saying I want the war to stop. He's just kind of like, 
you know, I've, I remember something on the news, someone saying something about stopping some war. Uh, um, so it's kind of weird because it gets political, but it's not really political. It's kind of just like you, you could you could sing stop the war at any point in the last, I don't know, 100 years. And that would be a sentiment people would agree with. Yeah, um, I, I, you know. I, I mean, I'm trying to make up my, my mind on this, because, I guess, because it is so internal um, just the, the whole song being about his relationship at that point that, you know, I guess he isn't really, really honestly thinking about the world outside of just where he's. Um, so, I mean, everyone, I mean, you know, you're saying it's it's vague, but I feel like, I mean, I, this might be just like an American centric viewpoint where, you know, this is actually about, I guess, uh, I don't know if this was uh, recorded or released after, but this was like right as we were going into Iraq uh, the U.S. Um, war. Yeah, I think that, you. I think you already already in Afghanistan in yeah. like two thousand two. Yeah. So by the time this was being recorded, I think it was just before America uh, was going into Iraq. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so by the time it was released, they you were firmly in Iraq. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like everyone kind of, you know, you knew what they're talking about. Especially, I, I don't know. I've, I, the Iraq War. I would have to really think about just what how it was taken. Or at the like, really think about it because I've I don't know. It's a whole political thing that I don't really <laughs> feel like getting into because I could go on and just feel like. Well, I think I think the funny thing is because the next line he's almost turning into Bob Hope, where he's like, you know, gentlemen, let's show them what they're fighting for, and then bringing out, uh, you know, Marilyn Monroe or something on stage. Yeah. Um. You know, where he's like, if they had a love as sweet as you, they they'd forget what they were fighting for. Right. Which, you know, it kind of inverts that a little tiny bit of being like, instead of being like, she's so beautiful, this is what they're fighting about. It's like, if they had you, they would just stop fighting. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, and he's like, what's the matter with the world today? <laughs> and again, this is kind of like weird political commentary in the middle of a love song where he's like, the land of the flea, somebody lied. <laughs> it's just like, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, they can bug my phone and, and people around my house. Uh, they'll only see you and me making love inside. Which, which I, I, I mean, you know. people would sell those sounds and those videos, I feel like. So I don't yeah. think Prince should be trying to persuade people to secretly tape him making love because I feel like that would bring so many laws and that'd just be yeah. an invasion of privacy for him. Um, yeah, but I... But again, it's just one of those. This whole second verse is kind of, is kind of just like a weird little sidetrack. Yeah. Because it's like it kind of sort of gets a bit political, and then it kind of is like the land of the free. Somebody lied. You're like, Prince. I you know <laughs> you know you were talking about how pretty your wife was for a moment ago, <laughs> and yeah. how much you like her saying your name. And I feel like we've we've gone down a little bit of a dead end. Um, you know, there are some songs on this album that you know have kind of a, a bit of a political bend, so it, it's not out of place completely. But mm. on this particular song, it, to me, it just feels like a weird little detour. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you I know, we that. get back to the chorus quick enough, and you know that puts it straight back on track. Uh, looking at kind of how the, uh, the 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 song, how it progresses, and how in that first verse there's kind of like an extra couple of bars, uh, and ever since that day, I ha- I haven't wanted anyone but you. If but then that doesn't exist in the second verse. No. And I don't, and it, it kind of comes back in the third verse. I just thought that was a really weird way of composing that song and just adding that. And also the music flourishing at that point too. Yeah. It, I mean, it's like a little bit of a slowdown, isn't it? Just before the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is missing from this second one. But again, I think the second, the second verse Prince gets out of that really quickly and gets straight back to the chorus. So, which is yeah. a good thing. Cause I don't think we need him kind of dwelling on people, you know, talking about the war and whatever. 
Um, yeah. You know, and the final final verse, you know, again, it gets back to it. I've never seen the moon look so lovely as the night I saw it with you. Mm. It let me know I'd never seen the moon before. So many speak of the moon as though it had no flaws. So it's like, again, Prince kind of once again elevating the person he's in love with above the moon. I don't know that people feel like the moon is. I mean, I guess, you know, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a more. So, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, at this point, this is kind of like a really roundabout way of saying that the moon had indeed um, hit him in the eye uh, and he was in a more. Um, but yeah. you know, compare it to a beauty like yours, and it would give the give one pause. Uh, nothing about you is false. That's why. <laughs> that's why your love is real. I, again, th- like this. The, this is this is the kind of stuff that happens when Prince is in love. He elevates the person he's singing to so much, um, you know. And then of course, he you know, being Prince, he can't help but say, "God forbid, if you belong to another, I'd have to steal you. I'd have to take you from your yeah. man." Which I, you know, I love that he's he he's still not. You know, this is still a little bit of eighties Prince coming out there. It's like, yeah, you know, it, it, it's good that they're married and they're in love. But if they weren't, Prince would still find a way to, you know, become, you know, make that happen. Um, which, yeah. you know, you've got to you've got to think. Well, yes, of course it would. You know, if 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 Manuela mm. were going out with someone else at this point and Prince came along, I feel like that relationship is pretty much going to end. So there are there are people uh, Prince said. He can't replace. You can't take the place of some women's men, but this is a man he can yeah. take the place of. Is he that is, can that's, take the, that's place the of logic this man. we have? Yeah. yeah, maybe in 1987 he couldn't take the place of someone's man, but now he's older. He obviously is a bit wiser, and he realizes he definitely can take the place of this person's oh, man. Okay, he has new strategies that, yeah. that work out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he says, "I might be tempted to break the law around here because your beauty it gives one pause, it slows mm. me down." course he goes back to the chorus and uh you know the chorus finishes i love it when you call my name and uh you know that of course is the title and i love a song that finishes with the title i think it's interesting because obviously you know you have on the on um, on background vocals you've got chance you've got stokely you've got kip you know i would say one of the things that really enhances this song um and makes it stand out a little bit from some of the other tracks on musicology is those backing vocals um you know i think you know a lot of the tracks on here do have backing vocals from you know certainly you know a combination of these people but, you know, I think, you know, the kind of the backing vocals they do in the chorus, um, you know, really enhance it. And, you know, kind of I think it's weird because it kind of almost gives it like a boys to men feel where you have where you mm. have like four male voices kind of singing like that. So it, it kind of it kind of edges it a little bit even closer into that kind of, you know, um, you know, kind of adult contemporary landscape. So, it, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of but it's it, kind it doesn't of feel dated that same way if, if, oh, if no. he was like remaking a boys to men song in the early arts no it it, it, it feels like uh, something that's just right on time it's very weird and maybe it's because i've just heard it so many times around that time yeah but it just feel it doesn't feel like it's dated it doesn't feel like he wrote it a decade or or five years earlier and then recorded it it feels like it's the song of the time of that moment yeah i think that's something that's true of a lot of the tracks on musicology as well is this wasn't prince going into the vault re-recording stuff i think that's probably one of the reasons why um, you know, it is quite strong. It's worth saying as well that news and expectation weren't that either. You know, they were obviously very fresh songs as well. So this this kind of you know, since since Rainbow Children, we've really been getting you know brand new songs from Prince. Um, you haven't been having him dip into the the you know into the vault too often. Um, but mm. yeah, I mean, I just you know, I really enjoy this song. Uh, you know, Prince obviously he performed it live on the Musicology tour. He then didn't bring it back until. 2016 <laughs> so, uh, so yeah so which you know i uh you know i, I think on just to hit prince and a piano i think this would work perfectly because you know the piano is kind of one mm. of the 
the kind of the things that he's pushing the song on anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's like it's such a well-produced song. And, you know, uh, like you say, I don't feel it feels like it's aged, you know, like it, it, it still <laughs> feels very, you know, like I'm sure if if someone were to kind of, you know, um, you know, release this today and not tell people when it was originally recorded. You could probably convince some people that it was recorded, you know, a couple of years ago or even this year. You know, like it, it still yeah. has that kind of um, very contemporary feel to it. You know, um, yeah. although I'm sure there are some younger children who probably might hear it and think it sounds terribly old. But you know, that's you know. Yeah, for for me, I've always kind of compared this to Slow Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I would have to kind of really rethink that now and just where it falls you know because every time i thought of this song i, I always thought of it as a, a a continuation or just kind of like a mirror or, or just something really connected with that song but now i might have to really rethink of where it really lands and maybe it just kind of lands on its own and just exists in its own uh kind of world as a song yeah i mean i get i, I think maybe because the intro sounds a little bit like the intro to slow love i mean I think that's maybe yeah. where you kind of get in that but i would say it's kind of you know it's roughly in the same vein you know prince did do a video for this which featured you know his touring band at the time which you know included john blackwell ronda smith you know mike scott um and of course everybody who'd been you know singing on the song as well uh, along with yeah. andy dolfer um, although uh, you know basically everyone is miming you know <laughs> you know yeah. most of those people didn't play on this song um it was aired on uh, BET on the 11th of June 2004 that was its uh, like premiere and it does feature prince you know with his um his kind of musicology look at the time you know the short hair um, and wearing a kind of white and gold, I don't know, they look like pajamas to me, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, but, you know, he's just in a studio uh, in Hollywood. You know, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe he, he kind of rolled out of bed and was like, let's start shooting a video. Um, <laughs> it's directed by Santa Hamry, who directed a lot of videos from around this period for Prince. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a it's a you know, it's not like a hugely interesting video. It's just like you know the band, you know, kind of lip syncing Prince intercut with some marriages and or people in relationships or yeah, people I guess showing love too. And I, I will say, um, I, I was listening to a, a podcast uh, which they actually it's just like long reads from the Guardian, but there was one line that really seemed to connect this song in the video, um, and it, it the the podcast was about kind of like. Uh, world philosophy and just like uh, how it's all different and this was something about uh western uh indigenous people uh yeah, aboriginal people and their philosophy and uh the the line uh, that really sticks with me is the concept of connectedness is of course the basis of all kind of of all kinship systems getting married in this case is not just a pairing off it, it is in a way sharing each other so i just wanted to bring that up because i thought that sentiment kind of fit in with the song yeah in its own or especially with the video just kind of all uh just i don't know it's just kind of stuck with me and one last thing i i definitely wanted to bring up was how by i think it's like either the last verse or just like the outro where someone actually whispers prince when he says call my name <laughs> yeah and that reminded me of when we did she or shh yeah and she said what's my name and the woman said i love you yeah yeah, so, so well, this is it. Follows up. follows in the tradition of songs where Prince asks people to say his name, um, yeah. and at least now they can actually call it. Um, there is, of course, a, an interesting little story about the video, which is apparently MPG Music Club um, f like fans were invited to put their name on a guest list, 
um, mm. at a cost of only uh, 25 cents. <laughs> and they were going to be present at the um, the shoot for the video where the band are performing. That would make more sense, actually, to have the band performing in front of you know a crowd. Something that Prince had done in a number of videos. You know, the most recent, I think, before this being uh, gold. Um, you know, but um, unfortunately, the sound stage was too small, and they all had to go home. So <laughs> that's why oh. there's none of them in the video. Uh, but I think that's quite funny. The, but you know, it only cost 25 cents to get on the list. So. Uh, you know, not not a huge amount lost by people. Uh, I feel like it should feel obvious, but you know, for me, five out of five. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'll give it a five out of five too. I was uh, originally just kind of going a four point four point five out of five, but I do think, yeah, it is kind of a perfect song and a perfect track. Uh, well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about "Call My Name," so let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Elliot? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at eh Wallace, where I'm I tweet pictures of cats from Neko Atsume all of a sudden. That's what I've been doing for a while. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Trap by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast or you can email us, not sure we would, at PrinceTrapByTrack at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Elliot. Thank you very much, Darren. And otherwise, call, call my name. Our name. Our name. Just watch all, <laughs> all the cars go by.